You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. JC, the big man's back in the chair, yo. Ah, oh, it's been too long. It's been I've too missed long. you, JC. I've we missed you, mate. We should play that music. Re- reunited <laughs> and it feels so good. Then just mix into the boys are back in town. Yeah. Oh, what a tune that is. lovely, lovely little... Mate, I, I haven't seen you, but uh, one of my favourite moments of the show is... Uh, your little lady coming down, little starring role for one of the Cole family. Yeah, mate, she loved it. She loved it. She wants to be an actress. Uh, what, she, do you know what it was good? Like, I, I, like, bring your kids to work day. Like, they see the waiting around, all the yeah. other stuff. You know, not just the finished article of the show. It's all of the hard work that goes into it. So, yeah, that that really took her back. How much sort of hanging about and how many times they had to do a take and that. But she loved it. Thanks for that. No, no, no. She was great. It was great seeing Alex at that. Yeah, it's it's one of my favourite things of when you see people come down and see how much it's like. I suppose it is similar in a way. It's like football, anything, isn't it? The mm. training and everything else, and all the work that goes into that. You know, like what she what she was down for is probably that will last two minutes on screen, yeah. and it took like five, five, four, five hours. So yeah, it was pretty amazing, man. Talk talk uh, to me. We've been having an ongoing discussion. We was a bit worried at one point. You we got told you doing some stunt driving. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. I got in trouble at Hanbury Hall for yeah. uh, <laughs> for uh, ragging off a uh, a golf a golf buggy. Uh, um, <laughs> big shout, Hanbury. Actually, they, I did promise Hanbury Manor that me and you would go down there and, and play a game for him. Oh, and, uh, I'd love to. You, so pr- we, you tell to, me when. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little lesson later, and then I'm gonna get ready. I might play you next week. Yeah, come down, mate. We'll have a right go. A little rock and roll. Yeah. Right, Joe. You know how I roll, yeah. You know how I do things. Yeah. I'm not gonna come back. To all to play for, brought to you by Joe and Coral, and I'm not coming back with a whimper. I'm coming back with a wow factor. You're coming back with a Barry White voice as well. Over 300 Premier League appearances, two titles, an FA Cup and two League Cups, a World Cup finalist with Argentina. Put your hands together <laughs> for Pablo Zabalala! <laughs> Hi, yeah, guys. Hello, Hi, mate. Pablo. How are you? Yeah. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you. Thank you for that invitation. That's great. <laughs> nice to see you, Cole. Nice to see you, mate. Nice to see you. Uh, Where are you uh, now, Pablo? Whereabouts in the, in the world do we find Well, you? I'm in Barcelona at the moment. Um, I spent three years playing for Espanyol of Barcelona before Man City. Um, I love the place. Um also, I have to say that my wife is from Boston, so you can yeah. <laughs> you can see why. Happy I'm here. wife, happy life, mate. You <laughs> live where she tells you. That's all right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's the vibe um, that we're all walking. But uh, no, I'm, I'm always thought that it was um, it was the right place for me to come and set up with a family after my playing day. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite happy to be here. Obviously, because of the situation that we are in at the minute, it's been very difficult for everybody. But, um, yeah, uh, it's a nice place, to be honest. It's hard, that, I suppose, as well, that sort of, um, you know, one thing we're, we're finding is that sort of family, loved ones, who, who you just sort of, for what, it's like a year, you don't see. Are you missing sort of, have you missed the UK at all and sort of friends and family over here, or friends uh, over here? Well, um, I've been for 12 years in England, and, uh, of course, I, I got plenty of friends over there. I'm not saying I miss the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. We're getting like four seasons uh, a day here, my Pablo. You wake up it, we did Monday. We, it snowed, yeah. it rained, yeah. the sun was out beautifully, and then it was windy, but it was like mental on Monday, wasn't it? Man. I was playing golf. It was, ma- it was madness. For me, uh, I, I didn't complain about the weather to play football. I used to love that, you know, playing the cold. Uh, I hate... Um, playing football in you know in, in Spain. I used to play in Spain for three years, and you can't nobody how tough it is to go and play in Andalusia, you know, Seville. Yeah. Those play with 32, 35 degrees. Yeah, uh, you know, two p.m. Yeah. kick off. That is that was really really tough. And uh, I remember when I moved to to the UK, and uh, I used to enjoy the weather. You know, it was really nice. Uh, to play at 1 p.m., you know, in chilly weather, yeah, uh, not so hot, and even for training, you know, I know January and February sometimes it's like, oh, 
Hey, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I'm doing here? Yeah. It's windy, it's cold, um, it's raining, and but um, uh, for football it was it was great. But obviously, sometimes when I'm with the kids on the weekend, we go out and we enjoy the weather in Barcelona. That's why sometimes in Spain you enjoy that. It's an incredible city. It's one of my favourite cities in the world. Just going, yeah, just the restaurants, the nightlife. It's yeah, it's it's a beautiful mm. place to be. In, yeah, I can't remember the nightlife, mate. No. <laughs> it's been a long time ago. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Manchester takes some beating. Manchester's good. Manchester's good. Pablo will know about that. Well, Pablo, talking of Manchester, we have to deal with something of an elephant in the room. Um, a while back, Joe told us a story about playing you in 2014, and uh, it's one of my favourite stories because um, <laughs> Joe, you Joe, felt the pain, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I love you, JC, and it, it yeah, felt I like uh, I could feel the pain coming through. I need to set the setting because, like, you come into sort of the end of my career, and it, we, it was a big game because me because I went and went and won things at Chelsea, but I wanted to do something at West Ham, and we got into the semi final, and playing the way we played. For for Sam, it obviously wasn't pretty football. I, my job was to mark Pablo, and I was the left winger, and he never stopped fucking running that way all the time. <clears throat> and I never touched the ball, and then the ball was getting boomed in the end. I'm running up trying to get it. I think it's about five or six nil, and I looked round. It was pissing down with rain. They were keeping the ball. <clears throat> Like, I couldn't get near anyone. And he just, he looked at me, Pablo said, why, why do you play like this? <laughs> and I just, just, I couldn't get my breath from chasing him. I said, I don't know. And I was at that moment, I, that, I remember it precisely because I remember thinking, I just can't do this anymore. I can't, like, they was unbelievable, that team. That, they, they, that Negredo, Aguero, yeah. the company himself, like, what a team they was. Yeah, we played some of the best football that year. Uh, it was Manuel Pellegrini's first season at City. Um, and uh, we won the league and, and the League Cup. And, and, and also I also remember um, also that game against uh, West Ham. Um, I think both games we, we yeah. beat you like easily. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we were a really good team. I mean, when you when you have when you have in in, in the same team the like of Yaya Wero, Fernandinho, Wero, oh. Silva, Nasri, yeah. mate, they made everything look so easy. He didn't stop running, Tom. He did no, not I mean, stop I running. It. I, I remember seeing I played him as, against, as a player. No, but I played against. I, I played against some of the best, but I put Pablo in that in that bracket. You know, your Danny Alves. Pablo. Oh, thank you, Joe. Come on, no, because no. you cannot <laughs> affect the game. Because he just kept running for, he, he done this run without getting too technical. He, he used to get the ball. Somebody, Yaya would pick the ball up and he would run like a centre forward from the right back position behind our centre halves. And with Big Sam, there was none of it. You couldn't be clever and go, I'll pass him on. He'd he just say, yeah. that's your man. So I'm ending up deeper than our centre halves. And then I got like, at 32, whatever I was, 33. And I've got to run all the way up the field to then get the ball. And then, like, I didn't have the legs to do it. And I just felt broken. And Pablo <laughs> shared that pain with me at that moment. And he was Pablo, fresh. Do you remember saying, do you remember saying oh. that to him, Pablo? I, I, I remember, yeah. He, 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 he couldn't hold his breath. He was like, oh, <laughs> can I stop it? But believe me, mate, uh, that season, all I was doing is just running forward. Because, um, you know, making overlap all the time mm. Yaya passing the ball to Silva and, and as a fullback I I knew I needed to make the run into the space mm. in behind you know maybe the fullback or in between the, the left back and the centre back because the ball was was going to be there it was going to be the perfect ball from Yaya or Silva so I felt so confident to play you know in that way it was just it was unbelievable. I really enjoyed that season. You know, sometimes as a fullback, of course, you are a defender. You are part of the line, part of the back four. And, yeah. and you cannot think, okay, uh, I cannot be like, um, you know, right wing all, all the time. I also need to think about, you know, my winger, not to be cut out and, and then, you know, not uh, lose my mind. But uh, that season, I was just, uh, yeah, making runs forward uh, 90% of the games and, and uh, I used to frustrate a lot of uh, wingers that they needed to to track me back, you know. And then, bro, I feel sorry for for you. Joe and <laughs> like, I'm, like Joe, every winger I bet is just sitting there, just thinking, feeling that that pity is just like a little like rub on the top of the head, uh, like yeah, a school yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo, when you joined City, because you joined City right the day before the Abu Dhabi group took over, two thousand eight. Did you know that? that yeah. 
did you know that that was happening when you signed? Well, there were some rumours about that, but I wasn't quite sure. Um, and it was a tough decision for me to uh, to sign for Man City because I was at Espanyol, obviously a mid-table team, but I've been for three years at Espanyol. We won the Copa del Rey, which is like winning the FA Cup in England. Yeah. Then we were uh, in the final against Seville in Glasgow in 2007 in the Europa League. I, I was in a good team and it was in a nice place, in a nice city, a good team. The, the, the club wanted to extend my contract. But when Man City came, it was not like I was going to play for a better team in terms of, uh, you know, sportively, like, or I was going to a team to win trophies. So it was like, you know, I, I wasn't sure, but my my uh, decision was like, I, I want to play in the Premier League. I want an, I want an experience in, in in the Premier League. I think if you will ask every single player in the world if they would like to have a chance to play in the Prem, ninety five percent of them would say, oh yes, you know, uh, I want to go there. Um, but Man City, you know, when 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 they came, I went on Google and just to, to look at the, you know, the squad. And I I only knew a few players. It was uh, Sean Wright Philly that came yeah. from Chelsea last yeah. season. Um, Didi Hammond, you know, he was at the end yeah. of his career, but I knew him from his time at Liverpool and all that. Elano, a Brazilian player. Uh, I used to play against him in the national team. And 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 Petro Martin Petro because he will, he used to play for Atletico Madrid and I play against him. Good player, so only for, yeah, really good player. His prime, yes. So I, I wasn't sure, but yeah, I wanted that experience in the Premier League. So and I thought, okay, let's let's try, you know, and play uh, three four years, and then I was only twenty three. Then maybe I got a chance to to come back to Spain and. And, and keep, you know, keep enjoying my football in Spain, the lifestyle and all that. Um, and I, I went to Manchester, I signed my contract. And a few days later, the new owners came to into the club, you know, and and they signed Robinho from from, uh, from Real Madrid, 40 million pound. It was a ridiculous fee, for, you know, in, back in yeah. the days. It was yeah. like, you know... <laughs> I, I, you know, all the players that we were there, we, we used to write in the in the lockers, you know, in the dressing room, the names of, uh, you know, Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, who's next? Like, yeah. every triumphant windows in January, all the best players in the world, you know, Manchester City wanted to sign. And, and it, it, we, I was counting the days, you know, for me to say, okay, maybe in next next season I will not be here. Uh, because they would bring, I don't know, Mike and uh, Danny Alves or some yeah. of uh, those fullbacks. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's like in football you need a bit of luck because probably, uh, you know, I went to the club in the right moment. Joe, do you, listening to, to Pablo talking that, it made you think about that sort of those early days of Abramovich at Chelsea. Yeah, it was exactly. almost identical, your scenario there, right? Almost identical. And I think as well, although I signed from West Ham for Abramovich at the same time. It was literally the same. What you're saying there, who's coming through the door? Was it Kaka? Was it uh, Shevchenko came eventually, but Etu, that was mid-linked with everyone. And Chelsea was actually, Pablo, in a, like, if you'd have seen a training ground, for instance, where we trained at, it was, you think Chabal Heath's a a dump? (laughs) Where we trained in Harlington, mate, it was a, it was a disgrace for a Premier League club. Chelsea was at least Man City had the stadium and had a little yeah. bit of equip. There was equipped for it. It was a Premier League club. When I signed for Chelsea and we were signing players like Veron, what a guy, your countryman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could not believe what he was coming to. Like he was like, what? Yeah. He'd been at Lazio in Milan, where he was um, Man United, and he was Chelsea was a, was a mess at the time. But his money came in, and it's funny what you should say because I think pa- the reason Pablo's so well thought of because he, he he breached that that. that the time before the Abu Dhabi boys come in and during that and he stayed strong throughout and became a massive, massive player in, in the club's history. I think, and what he's saying about bringing players in, every year at Chelsea, I'd play, I think I'd have a good season and then they'd be linked with Robinho. Uh, yeah. Other players would come in trying to take your position. And is that, I think the fans recognise with like 
with Pablo, like you just dig in and you've got to perform and try and perform and try and perform just to stay at a club like that because they're always improving. So to stay for as long as he's done at Man City is a testament to, to him because it's tough, man. These, these clubs, they keep bringing in players to replace you all the time. You've got to keep performing. 100%. And, and, and Joe, let, let, let me also um, say something. Not um, a Man City, I remember a year after um, the, the, the Abu Dhabi uh, guys came into the club, <coughs> Uh, they, uh, they signed in January. They tried to, you know, to bring some players in. Shea Given, I think Bellamy, yeah. Nigel De Jong. Obviously, January is, is a difficult, yeah. you know, time to, to bring top players. But, um, then, uh, next summer, I think they went for Tevez. Yeah. Uh, Colo Torre, uh, yeah. Adebayo, Um, I think Gareth Barry came, Lescott. They spent big, big money to bring those players and to make, um, you know, a strong team. But not all the players, not all those players came with the commitment that sometimes you need mm-hmm. as a team to create the right mentality because you can have big names yeah. in football, right, in the squad. But yeah, if, yeah. If, not, if not all of them come with the, men, with the right mentality, it's very difficult because they, they have big salaries and if they don't perform, they don't care. Mm-hmm. And they don't train 100%. And they, they not create that, you know, strong mentality or that good atmosphere that sometimes you need as a mm. team to, to win something. And that, that's why for me it was really tough at the beginning. Uh, not in my case, because, in my case, because I'm always thought that it was a player that's, you know, I trained 100%. I wanted mm. to change the history of the club. I was fully committed. And, but somehow I have seen some of the big players that, that, I felt, you know, um, so frustrated that they don't have given 100% for the club. And and it took a bit of time to to build that strong team that we needed to win trophies. What was the thing that clicked the season, the season that you won it? That you know, that, I mean, it's one of the greatest ends to a Premier League season you'll ever <laughs> see. That for, you yeah. know, QPR. You, did you, you score the opening goal in that game? Yeah, the forgotten goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can remember we don't forget game. it at all to play for, Pablo. For me and Joe, that was the goal. Right, we're, <laughs> the goal. We're all, the only goal that counts. We're about lying oh, the base layer. The, only, oh, the, the, the best goal scored by an Argentinian that day. <laughs> <laughs> May I what, what's your memory you know, of that? We, 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 I scored that goal and at halftime I thought, well, let that game finish 1-0. I whipped the hero of that day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It was a horrible goal. The goalkeeper should have done much better. I don't know. It was a, I just called my hand and he just hit the ball and, you know, to the goalkeeper's hand and shoot. You know, not, not the best goal, but, you know, at the end of the, the ball was, uh, went into the back of the net and, and it was like, oh yeah, uh, 1-0, you know, we're winning. Perfect scenario, playing at home. You know, everyone yeah. is just waiting Man City to win that game, and and twenty minutes later in the game we were losing two 0 man, and um, and it was incredible that game. Uh, you know, we can talk about that game. You know, for hours. That is something that for me it's going to take so much time to to see something like that in football a game. Uh, you know, uh, incredible, incredible. I got. I think I lost so much hair in that game. Eh? <laughs> I think in the last 15 minutes of that game, I never felt so nervous. You know, it was so, so very stressful. Believe me, every situation, every attack that we couldn't score, it was like, you know, we cannot throw this away. You know, everyone was there. Uh, Chairman, you know, the fans, 45 years just waiting. I know. The, you know, yeah. the club to win and, you know, QPR, at home, they were fighting for not uh, for relegation. I think. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was quite soft because they 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 went you know to defend really deep and with eleven players behind a ball. Um, but yeah, incredible day, incredible. Uh, What's the party like, Pablo? After I bet that was amazing, right? I bet that was ahead of it. Well, that was great. I mean, it, it was nice because. Uh, I think um, we went to some of the hotels in, in, in the city and everything was prepared because obviously uh, it's something that you need to organize days before and and and, uh, and we went with the families, the misses and all that. It was, it was a special night. But 
Uh, I think some of the Gallagher brothers uh, also uh, came to that party and it was fantastic. Legends, legends. Man. They're big in Argentina, <laughs> right? Oasis. Massive. I know. Massive. My favourite band. Massive. They're incredible. We uh, oh. we love rock and roll in Argentina. Yeah. That's yeah. it, mate. I That's love one of my best it. ever. I, I went it. to see them at Nebworth years and years ago. I was there. Were you there? I was I mean, there, mate. Listen, I was 14. Seats. No, 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 no. I was 14, big 14. man. Yeah, you would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, I, t- t- sorry to digress, but this story needs to be told. <laughs> I didn't tell my mum. No, no, sorry. I told my mum, but she didn't get quite get the concept of, she thought it was like, she didn't know what Oasis were, the concert. It was about 30 miles from my house. Yeah. And it was, so I've gone at 14 with my pal, just there all day. And obviously I couldn't get home. And my mum was pulling her hair out because... Like she, she'll hate me for telling this story because you know letting a fourteen-year-old now go the other side of London in for a festival, I couldn't get home. My dad had to come and rescue me in the car <laughs> at like three in the morning from the festival because I couldn't get on the train. It was nuts, unbelievable. Yeah, what a, what a day that was, mate! It was incredible. I was also because I was tall and skinny. I was like, I'm six seven, Pablo, so I'm a tall guy. But I remember <laughs> literally getting really close to the front. And then just getting pushed further and further back where people couldn't see. <laughs> I got there earlier. I was like, oh, mate, I'm going to be so close. And everyone's going, get, I can't see anything. Before you know, I was like, like being moved. You could just mate. see me like a shark fin, just being pushed I, further and further back. If I'd have known you then, I could have got on your shoulders. <laughs> oh, JC, if there's one person I'd have loved on my shoulders there, right. it'd been you. You or Pablo. Yeah, I'm that's it. You. <laughs> when you look at um, the situation now, if you go back to sort of that, that then, Pablo, and you look now, City were eight points behind United, right? with six games to play. Yeah. And now it's a reverse of that now. Do you think, I mean, look, um, me and Joe have said a number of times on here, I think City this season are unreal. Um, um, but do you think there's a chance that that could happen this year, United, the flip of it? Or, Joe, and that's for you, Joe, as well. well uh, 50 to 1 with Coral for United to win the league. That, I mean, that's a big, big ask. You, know, you never know in football. Um, you have to go into every single game thinking, you know, must get a three point, a must win game. Um, they lost against Leeds last, last weekend. Um, Man United won against uh, Spurs. And I know the gap is still big, but we, uh, we were, as you say, we were a point behind Man United and we never, uh, we always felt that we could catch United um, that season. And, and it was exactly like that. It is true that we played a huge game against them at City, and um, and and then after that game, we we took the you know the lead, and then we we were um, on top, and everything just depend on us that season. But now I think um, Man City it's only seven games to go until um, yeah, the end of the season. I think seven games. Oh, I cannot see uh, Man City. Um, losing four or five games. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's going to, it's going to be difficult, but especially in the way Man City playing um, at the moment. Uh, okay, they lost again Leeds uh, last weekend, but um, I don't know. They still playing such a great football, and um, I don't know if it's if that was only five six points. We could say okay, but could be more worried, but. Mm, I think Man City is going to win late. Joe, just picking up another City player there who, you know, I always, I always draw comparisons with yourself and him and watching him last night, which I just thought, with Phil Foden, and I'll get to you in a second, Pablo, but with you, Joe, where you look, do you watch Foden? I mean, number one, do you, you know, you must watch him and think, he's, he, I mean, when you first came through for West Ham, and I was actually with Harry on Monday and we were talking about you as a player, and it's that fearlessness of someone coming through, like, how much do you love Phil Foden? Oh, I love Phil Foden. I think he's <clears throat> he's one of the, the, the most exciting English players I've seen since since Rooney come through. Um, he's fearless. What he's got, he's got a perfect place to be. The football's different from twenty odd years ago when I started. Like I was a I was a, a, a fish in the wrong pond in the way that English football was. Phil Foden playing for Pep Guardiola is just going to flourish. He's going to be one of the great players, uh, I, but I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but his performances are doing that because he keeps producing, keeps producing. Again, last night, a talented player, and he's got his feet on the ground from what you hear um, off the pitch. But him, 
meeting Pep could be the best thing that's happened for English football because he's been nurtured the right way on how to play the game correctly, which we, that, another, we could talk about um, how British football's evolved over the last 15 years since we've had the great foreign managers come in, the great foreign players to play football the right way. And, and because of that, we're producing players like Phil Foden, Mason Mount, Jack Grealish, uh, James Madison lunch others you know players that can handle the ball technically like the South Americans the Europeans so I love Phil Foden and he's a, for me he's a must to play for England in the Euros he's a fantastic player do you watch him Pablo no, do, I mean this were you was he was he being talked about like I mean the way that Joe, Joe has been talked about I mean I don't know if you know but Joe has been talked about in the West Ham crowd we were talking about Joe as like very early teenager, it was like literally he was like the second coming for us because everyone just around the ground would be like, "Look, this is this is awful at the moment. Don't worry, we've got Joe Cole coming. Everything will be safe." Um, it was like that. But did you did you know Phil Foden when you were there or when you let? What was the situation there for well, you? Well, no. When I was a Man City, I did my uh, coaching batches with a B uh, with under fifteen, and he was there. Phil was there. And uh, I used to coach that team because I needed to do the practice. And then, and you could see that this guy was different. He, yeah. he was different. Uh, but physically, maybe it was tiny, you know, and he's, he's always, I think when in, in a, in a British football, we always think some, something like, oh, he's going to be strong, you know, physically strong mm. to play in that league. Um, Maybe he could be afraid or a bit soft. Mm. You never know. But he, he, he was he, he was a really joy to watch this guy in training. He, yeah. he, he was enjoying himself. And to be honest, I think when we look at the player at the age of 15, you yeah. don't know if this guy will have the right mentality to, yeah. to become a first-team player, especially yeah. at Man City, that you have yeah. so many players yeah. for that position, you know. But when David Silva left last season, we all thought, okay, that is the right moment for Phil Foden to yeah. prove himself yeah. that he's good enough for that team. And and mate, at his age, with the personality he, he's playing, you know, he looks so confident. He wants always the ball. And for me, that I've been a Man City for nine years, I've never seen a young player coming through the academy. You know, and then the club been spending so much money to try to bring yeah. players in, but we wanted to see a young player, a local lad, coming yeah. through the academy. Yeah, really beautiful. feel so beautiful. proud to play for the yeah for the club and for the batch. You know, and and that is still Foden. So uh, I'm very pleased for him to be. He seems a really nice lad, I, I, and and that's why I'm. I'm 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 pleased to see him playing in in, in the way he's doing at the minute and, and hopefully as you say, Joe, hopefully he's in the yeah. in the squad list for the Euros. I would love he surely he has to be there. Yeah, he has, has to be there. Well going from a young a young buck on the scene to just what you know, a bona fide, I'd say legend, not just sort of for City but for for English football. When you heard the news of um Aguero, did you what were you surprised? We I mean I think I mean, for me anyway, I wasn't completely shocked by that. I mean, for, I think one of the best goal scorers globally yeah. is incredible. But were you shocked? Did you sort of have any inkling, or did you know, or was it a complete shock for you? I, I remember when uh, when when the, the, I can't remember one of the scouting. He, he was a city. Um, he came to me to ask me about Sergio, and I said to him, "Listen, I, I know Sergio. He's a, a funny lad. He's like, um, you know." Like a clown, but in a good yeah. way, you know. Like yeah. um, you, you can see now doing the streaming, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. talking, <laughs> uh, you know, all the time playing games and all that. But yeah. and I say to him, you know, sometimes for South American players, when we go to England, it's completely different. The, the culture, the language, yeah. the football, uh, everything changed. And when 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 they asked me about Sergio, it was like. As a as a player, he is is fantastic. He's great. He's he's one of the best strikers. Um, but he was he was young. He was twenty one, twenty two. But I said to him, I don't know if he will adapt quite well in in in, in England because um, I don't see Sergio learning any English. You yeah. know, probably he's happy in Spain and because the lifestyle and all that. But. 
hey, uh, 10 years, we, we're talking about Sergio Aguero in English football, in the Premier League. He broke all the records. Um, one of the greatest ever strikers to play in the league. And, and you know, and he brought so much success into the club for Man City. Uh, only 45 million. I know it was a big money back in the days, but yeah. it worth me. Yeah. I mean, it feels um, like nothing now. That's the usual. Nothing. And, I, now, if you can keep watching clips of Sergio's goals in the last decade for Man City, he scored some goals that are unreal. Know, unreal yeah. goals. Apart from that goal, you know, in <laughs> that game against QPR. But what a talent. What a finisher. For me, is Sergio around the 18 year box. Yeah. 90% of the, <laughs> of the yeah, chances yeah, yeah. we go in the back what, of the net. He's a finisher. He's a finisher. Then maybe I always say to say, oh, Sergio, you are a bit lazy without the ball. You should run more. You should work more without the ball because that yeah. is what you expect sometimes for a striker, yeah. you know, to, to yeah. press the center back to, if they pass the ball back to the goalkeeper, at least make a six, seven yards run to press the goalkeeper. And probably Sergio sometimes yeah. it was a bit yeah. lazy on that. But, uh, inside the box. I've never seen a player that good as Sergio. I remember seeing him play against West Ham and he came to, he, I think it was the first game, the first time we played City at the new, at the London Stadium. And number one, it was just like straight away, um, you're like, this pitch is too big for us. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think I, 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 yeah. I, I, I try and, I try and forget these things, but I'm almost definitely scored a hat trick. He, I think he, he absolutely tore us to shred. And, but it was like, Look, you know, as a West, you know, we'll get on to West Ham in a bit and how they're playing well this season. But as a West Ham fan, sometimes you've got to go. You're just watching. You're just watching Genius. someone who just plays Genius. at another level. Joe, what were you going to say, man? Sorry. No, no. no I, I wanted to ask Pablo. Do you think? Because I think there's at least two, three years left in Aguero. Do you think Man yeah. City are thinking to move him out now? Because they must, there's a there's something big happening in that position. Do you, I know they've been linked with Haaland and and also with Messi. Do you think they're going to go big this summer, or do you think they'll stick with Jesus? No, I think that we go for another striker. They yeah. they have to. Um, but it's a bit difficult to think about that because if you look at the team now and the way they play, they don't having a number nine in the team. They not Pep is not playing Gabriel Jesus most of the games. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they 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 playing with Bernardo Silva, Mares, Phil Foden, Sterling, yeah. Gundogan. They, he doesn't want to give a point of reference because as a number nine, when you got a striker, sometimes for centre back, it's like okay, he's the number nine. I, he, you know, I would try to to stay tight on him, to be an aggressive, not to receive the ball and all that. But sometimes when you don't have a number nine in the team, mm. it's very difficult because yeah. as a centre back, it's like. Wow, you know, I don't have a point of reference. It's just so many players around the ball, know. you know, uh, Gundogan making runs in behind, uh, Phil Foden and Maris coming in, uh, Bernardo Silva making a run, you know, from in to out. Um, I don't know, Kevin De Bruyne, same thing. Uh, yeah. It's very difficult to play against those yeah. players. They don't give a point of reference. This is what I'm saying. And that's why if you want to go for a striker this day, how much money you have to pay for the likes of uh, Highland or Hurricane. I don't know yeah, how yeah. much it will cost. Yeah. Millions th- of pounds. <laughs> the, um, the way that he set up this year with Pep, um, Pablo, like he's, he's sort of like, he's, he's disregarded the number nine. They, 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 you know, like what you think in football, think, right, if we get an opportunity to counter-attack and we'll go quick, Man City don't even really want to do They just go, right, you, you all get back because we're so good. We're going to pop it round you. And they play with that false nine. So if you're playing centre half against Man City, you've got no one to mark. So straight so away, two, most teams play with a back five against them. So straight away they go three centre halves, and they have no one to mark. There's no striker. So what's the point yeah. of playing three centre halves? And then all of a sudden, the runners are coming from wide. So Mares and Foden are running behind. Bernardo, it's so hard yeah. to play against. But I've, I think, and I'd love this to happen. And I don't, you don't, obviously you don't know, but the best false nine in the world the best player we've ever seen, Messi. Could he yeah. come to Man City in that little role? Is the, uh, oh, that would be the dream oh, for Man City fans, right? That would be a dream. Uh, I think for, for Pep, for the club, for the fans to have Messi oh. at the club. Um, and 
even in the, you know, for, for fans in the Premier League to have yeah. one of the greatest player ever to play in the league. And I, I don't know. I, as an ex-Man City player, I would love Messi to go there. And yeah. uh, for me, um, you know, I, I would love that. But we'll see. I don't know in the summer, you know, Barcelona seems now got a new president in Germany yeah. trying, to, trying to convince Leo to stay at the club. Maybe if Barca can afford to bring two, three world-class players to, to make their team better. Uh, also, you know, I, I can understand the Messi being his whole life at mm-hmm. Barca and, and it, it, it could be, you know, very strange to see Messi leaving Barcelona at the end of the season. But maybe he wants a different experience. Maybe yeah. he wants to experience English, English football. And, and I think Man City is probably the best place for him to go and play. Um, he knows Pep. They know each other. Um, uh, as we're saying, in the way the team is playing, you know, as a false night, he can play um, without any problem. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We've seen the summer. Has, I, I think we has, all, you know, stayed in reading the news. Has he asked you about Man City? Pablo, has he had a little phone call to you and said, yeah, Pablo, what's, what's Manchester like? Has, has, has he been <laughs> no. on the dog and bone, as we say? No yet. No yet. <laughs> <laughs> And on the flip side, hey, have you spoken? I cannot uh, lie to Messi. Hey, come on, I, I, I respect him too tell him much. It's about, okay. Tell him it's about ninety degrees in January. <laughs> lovely beaches. Uh, have you lovely uh, fish and chips? Yeah, shops in the corner in Disbury. I'll part. take him if he wants. I'll take him. I'll um, find a fish and chips. I don't know. I don't know. I would love to see Messi playing for Man City um, and in the Prem, but. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, and, uh, we, we were saying a few weeks ago, we were saying, okay, it's perfect scenario for Messi to go. You go, where are they? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. where is Leon? Where, where, where do you think he'll go? Nowhere in the team. So he has no friends now. And, uh, <laughs> where do you think, where do you think for Aguero? Where do you think? Because that's the other one. The, the, well, other, the flip I is think, now, does Aguero go to Barcelona? I think in the with, Spanish with, media, they were saying that the, the Barca wants Aguero uh, now, uh, next season. Um, well, as Joe said before, I think uh, Sergio still got two, three good years in yeah, him, and, yeah. and he could go off <laughs> anyway. Every single team would like to have a wearer in, in a team uh, on a free. So, um, Chelsea, West Ham, uh, West Ham, could be maybe no, no, listen, maybe he wants to stay in England to keep scoring goals. I think uh, he's not Pablo. too far from Rooney, or I think he, he, he got it very difficult with Alan Shearer. Boys, he got right. 260 goals, but not too far from. Uh, yeah, he can do from, it. I think Rooney, he could do well, it. Pablo, you could do me a favour now, and if you got on the phone to uh, Aguero and said, "I had a great time at West Ham. West Ham are smashing it. We could really <laughs> get him down." At West he Ham. knows that. I, I met him a couple of times when I was a West Ham, and, and and I say, "Mate, I'm enjoying the life in London so much." <laughs> and I, I'm not sure if. Kennedy Ward could be a nice play for a widow. Mm, not sure about that. Uh, I may, hey, maybe, maybe if I speak to Sergio again, if um, maybe, maybe, hey, be careful. Maybe West Ham can make a Champions League this season. Mate, in the Jason. way they're playing. Mate, I'll tell you what. If West Ham get the Champions League, you need a, you need a, they'll need a star. They'll need a yeah. star. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You need well, a Lingard, top striker. Lingard and Aguero. Here we oh, dangerous. Dangerous. So, Pablo, one of the bits <laughs> that we do, one of the bits of this show, one of the stalwart bits of this show, and it's one of my and Joe's favourite bits, is what really happened. So, we're going to get into... So, we ask the public to come in with ideas. So, it's an easy one. Uh, this is something that very few people on the planet will ever experience, playing in a World Cup final, 2014 against Germany. Mm. I mean, number yeah. one, like... So who was in that team at that time? Was that you? You were there, obviously. Was that Messi? Was there? Was Aguero? Was it Tevez? Well, yeah, Mascherano. No, Tevez was not in that team. Um, it was Labetti, Di Maria, uh, Iwain, uh, Messi, Aguero, um, Mascherano, um, Marcos Rojo, the guy who used to play yeah. for yeah. United. He was yeah. a United Romero, the goalkeeper. Um, Martin De Michelis, uh, uh, yeah, we had a good team, great mate. team uh, up front. From yeah, up front, incredible. How lucky, how lucky you can be to have on the same team the likes of Messi, Aguero, Iwain, yeah. yeah. Rabetsi, 
Yeah. It was a cagey game, though, right? Joe? I don't know if you remember it, but I remember it being a pretty tight game. I, I like, had them at 14 to 1 at the start of the tournament. I look wow. at them names that they got, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I backed Argentina for the World Cup because I just thought it's their time. And I, I, I asked Pablo now because when I was chatting to Varon years ago when he signed, yeah. so that would have been 2003, he signed for Chelsea. We signed on the same day. Yeah. And he said to me, I was asking him about Argentina. And he, I don't know if you, he said he, he, you would have been in the 23s at the time or the, the Olympic team. Yeah. And he said he played against, he said they had the full squad like Veron, Crespo. They played yeah. a game, a, fr- a training game against you guys, the young generation. Mm. And he said, we had this player called Messi, this player called Aguero. He's, he was naming in all the names. And yeah. He said, they beat us in the, like the 21s beat the full squad. He said, we'll win the World Cup. He said to me, this, these new players are so much better than us. I was asking him about Raquel May and all yeah. the great Argentinian players. Did you, did you play in that game or a training game when they... Yeah, yeah. We, we used to play a lot of games against uh, yeah. the first team. when um, Because we that group of players that we, we mentioned before, we, we are all the same age, only yeah. two, three years different. And we, we used to play uh, together in under-17 under 20 in the yeah. Olympic Games that we won in China. Yeah. And we, we, uh, we also, um, we have been champion in under 20 in Holland, you know, the yeah. same players, same yeah. Gago, Gago yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so yeah. that's, that's why that generation of players, we, we have been together for so many years. We, we knew each other. And I think in that World Cup in, in, in 2014 in Brazil, we were in the right, um, you know, we were at our prime. All the players, yeah, we yeah. had the right age, you know, like yeah. we were very mature. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a lovely experience to be involved in the World Cup final, but it, we were very close, um, you know, that game. And, and I think many people were expecting Germany to, to be that easily like they, like they did against Brazil 7-1, you know, and say, mm. oh, no, Brazil is going to win, but... We, uh, that game, we were um, a good team. We, um, you know, we were really solid defensively. We knew that we, we couldn't, you know, could defend so well. And, and then to go on, on counter-attacking football with La Messi, with uh, the uh, Messi, Wayne, because I think Hummel and Boateng, they were the, the two yeah. centre-backs. Yeah. And they know, they know that they're not the fastest players, you know, they, mm. and, and we, we knew they could. Um, you know, um, damage that defense, and, and 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 unfortunately, we couldn't score. We had a uh, four or five clear chances. Higuain had a big chance, know, if I remember. Higuain, yeah, he scored, yeah, but then Higuain. he was offside. But then he was, yeah, uh, yeah I think Cross tried to help head the yeah. ball uh, back to the goalkeeper. He was uh, alone in front of the goalkeeper, and he missed that chance. Yeah. Then Messi, I remember because I had the money on it. <laughs> yeah. I lost money, so I remember he claimed throwing the throwing at the telly. I know, yeah. I know. So um, you know, a bit of luck. We uh, and then we can see that go um, Very only on. five in minutes to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. only five minutes for the extra in the extra time with Gotze that he scored that goal, and then he's been uh, you know. He's um, been on the beach since, and he got some. Been, yeah, I know, <laughs> it's the same, this is what I'm saying. Man, after that goal, I think he said, okay, I don't want to play football anymore. I'm a World Cup champion, it's got to go in that final, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but you know, I'm very glad, I'm very pleased that, you know, yeah. to, to, to have been involved in that final. Uh, is it a good memory now, looking back? One of the best, you know. When you play for your country, it's different. It's different. And, mm. and he was in Brazil, in, in the Maracanã Stadium. You know, you listen to the anthem and, and your country. And what, Was uh, it emotional for you? Because I, I, uh, there were times for England at World Cups when I'm standing there with an anthem and I found myself choking up because very, you're so proud. Mate, sometimes, uh, believe me, uh, at some point you want, it's like you want to cry. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... It's something that the night before I remember I couldn't couldn't sleep. It's, oh, it was like oh, I'm playing the World Cup final tomorrow, and then the Brazilians at two, three o'clock in the morning they were with their fireworks and, and, yeah. and all that. You know, so very typical in South America. And um, but yeah, huge memory. I think one of the greatest experiences uh, I ever had in football. Um, 
that group of players mm. we mentioned before, we prove we deserved to win something. Yeah. The, you know, yeah. uh, with the first day, we 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 won everything on the youngest um, level. But um, yeah, we were very close to winning something I mean, with the you know as a senior player. I remember Messi in that tournament was he was unreal in that in that World Cup, right? He was player of the tournament. How was he after that game? How how was he? Yeah, he, he was like you know so frustrated, like dead. You know, it's yeah. it's like I think we all felt the same thing after final. Mm. We we was yeah. the dressing room was like dead. You know, it's, it was so hard to take it, and then especially because we knew that we gave everything, very very hard to take. But uh, I think then we, we went back to the hotel and, and and we had a couple of beers together in the same room and say, okay, nothing we can do lads yeah. now. I think it's something something we can be proud of. Well, moving on from World, World Cup finals, winning Leeds, Man City. Um, this is the most important bit of your career as. As, far as I'm concerned, uh, we're going to move <laughs> okay. on uh, at the end to West Ham. Like, I mean, I was buzzed when you were joining West Ham because I, you're the sort of player I think West Ham fans adore. You work hard, you're grafted, you, and you care. And you, you know, do, do you have good memories of joining West Ham and being there? Well, let me tell you something. I, you were saying something before. I played West Ham at the bowling ground, which was yeah. horrible play. Horrible. Game to team to play against. That we, we take that as a compliment, Papa. <laughs> yes, don't worry, <laughs> hey, Joe. Don't get me wrong. It's, I it was like oh, West Ham, like you know, tough team to play against. Yeah. Like especially in the winter time, it was yeah. like the atmosphere at Stanley was great. It was one one of those you know grounds that you want to go and play football, but yes, but one of them that you hate it because it's like. Playing Stoke away in a Monday night and yeah. whatnot, you know those yeah. those games that it's like oh, physically it's gonna be like tough, you know. As a defender going there, long balls, Andy mm. Carroll, um, who else was there? Didn't, um, Kevin Nolan, yeah. Kevin Nolan, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you Jarvis on the on the wing, <laughs> you know, making cross all the time, set yeah. plays, yeah. Winston Reed coming into the box and then yeah. Ginger Belle. The Ginge. Love no, the You know what I mean? Yeah, oh. yeah no, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's... Mount Noble making yeah. tackles yeah. everywhere. Like, you know, the crowd, you know, Western fans know. Yeah. I love them. I love them because they are special. For yeah. me, something that I've learned from my time at at West Ham is the when they do the the yeah, yeah, yeah. no but <laughs> believe me it's just something that when when you are as a Western player I think you you love that from fans yeah. you know after um, a, a great win or something when you live in the stadium and you see a couple of fans on the other side and they say come on Irons yeah, come on yeah. it's like I I, yeah. I I love that I love that from them and um, and I think. For Man Noble, uh, Kevin Owens, some of those, even you, Joe, for those players that they, they've been uh, West Ham for a year, I think you can feel it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i only been three years and, 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 and they were special. I think I made the right decision uh, to go West Ham and, and, and I'm enjoying it now myself watching West Ham play that. They're playing well now, right? Football, May. Amazing. Incredible. It's incredible. I think they, they, you know, at West Ham, I think, um, um, as you say, you know, this is the club that you need players um, that they give 100%. They work hard for the mm. team. Um, they will perform 6, 7 out of 10 every single game. They, they they won't complain about anything. They will be, you know, those tidy players that you know that you can trust and they will yeah. do the job. Yeah. We're talking about Kofa, the new right back. He's great, he, man. He's been an incredible signing, you know, Do for check. the club. Uh, Sochik, that when he came, he, it's not one of those players that in training we go, wow, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. it's different. But look at him now after six months in the in the in the Premier League, he works hard without the ball. He arrives into the box every single time. He's got eight goals. He never complains. Seems a really really nice chap. Mm. Um, you know, Linga came into the club and and he's performing 
great. You know, he left my new incredible. So I find the one that I missed the most. Mate, Bowen, he came from home, from championship. You know, I, I, and he is the player that in training you want to smash him, but he's so quick, so sharp, you know, on the ball. He's very skillful. Yeah. (laughs) We used to smash him. And he he never, you know, complained about anything. He just come up again and give me the ball again and we go against you again. And, you know, and made it. At West Ham, that, that's just all the players that you need. Yeah. I, I know they went for some big names, you know, uh, mm. and, 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 but I think West Ham is made, you know, for those players. I agree. And, and I agree. I think the ones who care, I think the ones who care, I think Angelo uh, has been missed. I think, he, like, that's the big one. I think the last, I mean, they've been, you know, edge of your seat stuff like the three twos and the three alls I think you'd agree Joe but yeah. I think that's when we're closing out those games I mean going forward now with like you know Lingard Bowen um, I think um, for now's being back is a big big thing because for now's actually weird he plays further up the pitch than you uh, Pablo but he has that say when when for now's is playing I feel quite relaxed because he puts in so much work he's a real grafter that kid yeah real work so Und- hard underrated so, so player for and also what he does so nicely is he pulls himself back he can go forward but when you're up against it, he'll almost just drop back into that midfield with Rice and, or Noble mm. and Suchek, and he, and he. That's what I love. I love that kid, but but yeah, I think I think Abongya being out is a big big one. Do you? So this is a this is my last question to you both, and this and Joe. Pablo, Don't upset him. I know what he's going to say. Can we make the Champions League? <laughs> if 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 the team continue to play in the same way and they trust in themselves. I think they they got big chances. Why not? They can beat anybody at the moment. They look oh. so confident. I, don't, I know Chelsea's there, but Chelsea have to play Champions League semi-final. If they go through, they had a final sometime. You know, those games in the midweek, Champions League going, playing in a, a lovely Tuesday night in the Champions League and a lovely mm. stadium into, you know, a Premier League game away from home in some of the toughest games. Liverpool seems like, okay, they're out of Champions League now, but mate, who knows? Um, Leicester will drop out of it, I believe. I think West Ham are going to do it, big man, but it's going to be down to what Pablo said. It's going to be down to the, the, the group of lads not, because they're not used to being in this situation where yeah. this part of the season, usually at West Ham the last 10 years, it's, it, it's been very rare you've been going into the last three or four games and needing a result. It's always been comfortable this time of year and you see the yeah. season out. But now there's something to grab onto. There's something exciting. They've, they've got to keep the standards up. So I think Lingard is going to be very important. He's 28 now. He's an experienced player coming yeah. into it. I think he needs to he, he needs to keep performing to the level he has. Um, yeah. And it'll be about how quick can we get Declan back? How quick uh, is uh, when? I don't know when Ogbonna. I haven't he's seen when he's back training at Bonga. He's back now, training. That's which massive. Is, which is massive. Yeah. So yes, yeah, exciting, mate. I would love it. I would love it if we got into the to the Champions League even the Europa I, I League spoke, listen I spoke to Manuel a few weeks ago and I say Mark imagine going into your last season as a Western player right mm. playing Champions League football at the London oh. Stadium I yeah. think if, if, if there's one person who deserves that oh, yeah. I think it's him yeah? yeah yeah. you agree with me I agree yeah. with you mate listen I love Nobs I'm seeing him Tuesday yeah. night um, and yeah, well they're, they're think... the outsiders there at the moment Coral's bets Chelsea eight to eleven, Leicester eight to eleven, Liverpool eight to eleven, West Ham fifteen to eight. So it's big things. That's a big, okay. big. It's it's uh, so we'll all be crossing our arms, crossing our fingers, and hoping. Um, man, Pablo Zablata, it's been a joy talking to you, man. I could talk to you all day. Genuinely, you're a, you know you're just a. Yeah, I've got plenty of time. I'm not doing anything. I choose my, my, my time after the time. It's been tough. <laughs> no football. I cannot attend to a football match. I cannot travel. I cannot move what? 10 miles away from home. Oh, no, mate. <laughs> pa- well, we... Pablo, what's the, sorry, Tom, what's the, uh, what's the plans going forward for yourself? Where, where do you see yourself in the game? Well, um, I would like to continue doing my coaching matches, something that yeah. uh, maybe um, I would love to do, maybe some point you know at least try um i think football is what i love the most and then i'm probably going into management is something i'm thinking about um but i know it's tough eh? the good thing is i look quite old i look like 50 years old you know people when just retired from football imagine you joe going into management 
Mate, you look lovely face, pretty boy, lovely hair. <laughs> and then in 10 years' time, <laughs> man, you will lose your hair. Mate, you will be lo- look so stressful. Look at the, the picture of the manager. I already look, you know, you know, so ugly. Looks, why be I lost all my hair? So, kind of, Mate, Pablo, Mi- I, know, I, no, I no, feel no. your pain. Mikel Arteta. The only one who's different, Mikel Arteta looks younger and younger. If Great I was Parker. managing Arsenal Football Club, I was expecting him to look like Pellegrini in about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think if you know how to control your emotions, I think you can go into Marashim. That, that is something that I'm worried about, you know, going into my How you emotionally, how you control yourself. Mate, mm. as a player, I couldn't control my emotion after some big defeat. I was like, it took me like two, three days mm. yes. as a player. You know, I... I couldn't talk to my wife. And, uh, you know, I was in a bad mood for mm. 48 hours. And imagine as a manager yeah. that you are the responsible, you know, the, the main man. And then you have to go the next day into the training ground and you kind of put a bad face in yeah. front of the lads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I speak to my colleagues who've done it, uh, Pablo and Tom, and they all say the same thing. They say it's 10 times, the emotions are 10 times worse than being a player. The highs are higher, the lows are lower. So that's going to be a challenge, that, if you're going to go into it, the emotional side of it. Mm. Well, exactly. talking about emotional yeah. sides of things, actually, Pablo, there's one thing we can do to throw in some uh, a little bit of emotion. <laughs> We've got the predictions, right? Oof. So, JC, you beat David James last week 2-1. Of now I you did. know that I'm back. Pablo knows his football. You're really up against it, okay? <laughs> so first oh, up, I'm Pablo. So, I'm... Win, lose, lose, or draw, Pablo. I'm going to come to you, right? Joe has a little per chance of copying certain people. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> right. So we're going to start off. I'm going to start off with it. This is a tough one, I think. Everton versus Spurs, Pablo. I would go for Everton. Joe? I'm going to go with Spurs. And the reason I'm going to do that... Uh, if I remember rightly, it's Everton have had a few injuries, right? Yeah. Spurs need to win. They have to win. I'm going to go draw. I'm okay. going to go draw there. Next, the biggest game of the weekend next, Newcastle versus West Ham. Pablo? 100% West Ham. Come on, I runs. <laughs> Come on, we want to see Champions League football. Yeah. I want some ticket at the London Stadium. Yeah. Next season. We can yeah, go struck, together, the three of us, struck, get on the yeah, beer. Oh, mate, That's where we'll that. have a beer, Pablo. That's where you <laughs> yeah. see the big man going for it. I'll tell you where, we might take you to the bowling pub up next oh, to Park, mate. <laughs> Legendary. Be <laughs> they, do, they do coaches from there to the to London Stadium, I feel like. That'd be good. <laughs> Rock and roll with that. Josie? All right, I'll, I'm going to go West Ham, mate. And not copying, but listen, yeah. how can you back against West Ham at the moment, the current form? I, I'm going to go West Ham. Yep. I'm going to go West Ham there. And finally, massive, massive game. Man City versus Chelsea in the FA Cup. Pablo. Oh, tough one because well that's obvious now uh, I play for Man City I have to say Man City 100% JC Chelsea <laughs> of course I can't back against I'm going to go I'm going to go Man City I think I've, only because I've Joe I've got the quadruple bet at the moment and I was you got it yeah I went, I went quadruple you went when you said quadruple I'm still quadruple. the hope also I, oh. I think it's written in the stars I think Aguero's last year he comes in, I'm telling you now, he comes in, Champions League final. Aguero! <laughs> <laughs> he has stolen my show. That yeah. should have been Sabaleta! Like, <laughs> Imagine now, no, that, must, that would have been horrible. No, no. It sound you know what you should well. do, mate? Sabaleta? No way. <laughs> A full back. You don't know. No. When you show the kids and the grandkids that game against QPR, just show them your game. And then cut out to the celebrating the title. Say, so, yeah, we yeah. won 1-0. Zabalet scores the winner. Forget the world. Only sure the first half, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pablo, thank you so much for joining us. We can get you back on. It'd be lovely to get you back on. There's so much more yeah. to talk about. So thank you so much. You've been an absolute thank you. Okay, lads. Top man. Love thank you so much. Thank you, lads. It's a date. First Champions League game next season. Joe Cole, Big Tom Davis, Pablo Zabaleta, ah. Bowling, Pie and Mash, and then we're having some beers. Yes. Yeah, boy. Yes. Come on, you know that. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pablo. Cheers, my brother. Thank you, lads. Cheers. Thank you. What a guy, Pablo Zabala. I mean, wow. Like, uh, he, he's got an aura about him. Really, like, just he talks and you listen, right? Yeah, and that's why I asked him about what he's going to do afterwards because he's he, he was uh, he's a manager's dream. 
You know, you want you want at least eleven Pablo Zabaletas in your squad. Like, like just like I said, he, he constantly throughout his interview talking about the team, the group, bringing everyone together, and that's how he was as a player. And he was a hell of a player. I think. Manchester City fans appreciate him, but I played directly against him, and he is a he was a top top player. He was as good a right back I played against in the Premier League. So good lad. It'd be interesting to see what he does. And he's I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see him in the dugout at a top club within the next five years. I think he's he's got that mentality. Yeah, he's he's a pretty special human being, and and, and like lovely to chat to as well. Like yeah. clearly loves the game. Clearly love Man City. Clearly love West Ham. The, the way he talked about the World Cup final. And about being proud to play for Argentina and being, um, and he's turned it around. They didn't win it, but he, he, he's he's turned it around to an experience that he cherished. And uh, like that's that's hard to do because losing finals for me, uh, um, so, like they they still burn a little bit. But I think he's got that mindset, and he he's always going to turn everything that happens to him into a positive. I, re- I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes a top manager one day. Wow. One day in the future, yeah. Joe Cole versus Pablo Zavala <laughs> in the dugouts, head to head. Yeah, bat, I mean, I'll tell well, you he what, can't run now, can he? So I don't have to chase him. So that'd be all right. Standing <laughs> there looking at him. <laughs> well, I'm going to go out on that, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to All to Play for, brought to you by Joe and Coral. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to All to Play for, brought to you by Joe and Coral. <laughs> 